off the cuff. I, you know, I, I, I think, you know, no, there's something they call it shooting from the hip. Um, I'm, no, I, starting with no plan, Podcast Weekly, it is I, the all podcast father. Uh, you did, you know what, run down and review of, of show work. What the, what the, the format of this, how this goes. You've got, in, in the all podcast, you've got several smaller podcasts, which are mainly available through iTunes only if you want them individually. But the all podcast puts, puts all of me uh, in, into one. Well, I, you know, I, I mean, I say it that way dramatically, but did, here's a question. Does tone of voice really change the meaning? I'm not implying an answer of no. I'm asking a genuine question. Does tone of voice change meaning? Does tone of voice change meaning? I, you, know, you, you, can, you can take things, I mean, it, it, it is whatever it is. I, no, 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 that, that, that goes back to uh, the, the, the um, when I was in high school, my uh, then former middle school's new principal had shellacked bear droppings on his desk. I <laughs> literally, and it was a pen at a pen holder screwed into it. This is brass gold looking, but brass pen holder. And, and I, I looked at it. I was in his office once. I said, what is that? He goes, it is what it is. And I'm like, okay, all right. That's what that that's, you know, it, you know, it, no, uh, no Bolshevik. I, I think is, is how we'd say it in, in, in Russian. It, it, so I, well, not to get political. Okay. So, how, I mean, if you say things in a certain tone of voice, does that change the meaning? Oftentimes we, I, I think that it exposes how we get overly dramatic with things. It doesn't matter how you say it. It really actually matters what you're doing. I, I always go back to this. People say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Oh, dear. That's that's for people who don't understand love. It's not what you say, and it's not how you say it. It's why you say it. I Back in, in, in my much younger years, I used to uh, talk with kids, and at some different various points, I'd yell at them, and they knew that they were loved. They'd stand up and cry, at, at like at the campfire or whatever, and Jesse loves us. And you think he's this a-hole, but he loves us. You know, like that would happen. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd get this, this This would happen. And I'm, I'm honored, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just frank and blunt with people. And when I talk that way, they get it and they like it. This kind of goes back to the, the arguments about tone. The, the, these little motivationals that I've got, which which... Well, you know, different strokes for different folks. But in these motivationals, I found that if I use a nice tone of voice, then they're, they're, they just seem utterly boring. So, you know, the tone of voice matters more to the people that are, that are, I mean, I don't mean this to sound mean, but being honest, tone of voice matters to people uh, who, who haven't been toughened up because they haven't been chasing something that's really difficult. You know, who was who the one that, that, that's talking smack in the book of Samuel? It's young David, the kid that goes and kills the giant. He wasn't exactly diplomatic. And, and I think that, that the need for tone to come across nice is someone that just hasn't had enough problems. 
And so, you know, it's a tone of voice, tone of voice. What is that about? So I'll, I'll take things and, and, and I'll, I'll use a strange uh, tone of voice to try to illustrate that, 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 that we, we've got to come out of our histrionic state. His, histrionic is, it, I think it's, it, we're talking uh, the personality disorder, um, cluster A, I believe. Is it a cluster A or is histrionic cluster B? You know, hist- it's cluster B, George. I, I, well, you don't know your, sorry, folks, George is new. Uh, at least I'm going to keep calling him that. And, and he, um, no, he, I, the, no, that's, I think histrionic is cluster B. Is that what, what are the, what are the cluster B personalities, George? A- antisocial, uh, narcissistic, borderline, and, and I do believe histrionic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that, that's, that's right. That's cluster B. No, it's, it's where, it's the people that are acting, help me, I'm acting and I can't stop. You know, the, the people that get overly theatrical and it's to a point where it's like they believe their nonsense and they're trying to put on a performance so that you'll believe reality based on their fake over melodramatic response to reality. You know, like, 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 you know, there's someone walking down the street and the person all freaks out. Oh, did you see that person? And it's like, uh, yeah, what are you freaking out? Oh, it's so scary. What you thinking? Like they're doing this to try to make you scared also as a way of manipulating you. And they do this a lot and they can't stop. Well, that could be one uh, indication of someone being histrionic. You know, I suppose, I guess not speaking as an expert psychologist of any kind, but, um, we don't, we all do that. Don't we all have our moments of insanity? Right. So <clears throat> going back before I so rudely interrupted myself and my own train of thought that the, 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 the all podcast takes the, the, the two political commentaries, uh, which, which the, the, the symphony from what I call the Pacific Day Times, the newspaper I'm trying to get going or incubating and haven't stepped on yet. And then the point, which is my weekly uh, therapy, uh, 100 words exactly. And no, I, I write it in the, over the course of about one or two minutes. I just sit down and brrr, it used to take me maybe even an hour to, to figure it out, but you work with words, you get better. So I, I go at that. And then podcast weekly where I talk about what's been across my desk. It, it's kind of non-directional. It's, it's expounding uh, rather than elaborating with, with, a, with a little bit of a direction. It's just expounding and talking about whatever as, as the topic sprawls. And then the Taiwan special, I, I get into, you know, the theme is I have lived in Taiwan for 12 and a half years and I have something to say about this, that, or the other. So it's a little bit more uh, for the stick to the issues crowd. So, the, the, but the podcast weekly, which is this episode here, it's the first in these normal podcast sessions. I go over what's been across my desk. And let me tell you, it has been a fascinating week. And I think a lot of it really would wrap up well into the Taiwan special. Um, but, you know, it, th- th- this is kind of like the, the reality show Inside Baseball session, the podcast weekly. And, it, you know, one of the concerns I have with the stuff I'm going to be talking about in the Taiwan special this week, I don't even, I'm not even sure what all exactly it is. I'm just going to talk about what's been on my desk because it's all political and it's all about Taiwan. And it's, it's, it gets juicy. What the heck is going on? Oh my goodness. Oh dear. It's, it's, it's pathetic, but I'm having to make 
careful journalist decisions. Um, what is the responsible step to take? So, I, you know, um, yeah, journalistic responsibility. You don't you don't want to go, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, no, it, it creates a moral dilemma. What's wise, um, the need to be in legal counsel. So that's, oh, no, 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 no. I've been I've been talking with the lawyer and. Uh, the interesting thing is this, I'm among things that have been across my desk this week, XML, I'm finishing the very last, the 12th lesson of 12 from the fifth course of five on, uh, on computer stuff. It's, it's utterly amazing curriculum. Whatever you're doing in your life, you would want this. You'll understand your phone, your computer, you'll understand other people, your children, your parents. You, you, if, if you're a manager, you'll understand the IT department. If you're a product manager, you'll understand po both people. If, if, you're, if, you, if you make chairs in your garage, you will understand your website guy better. So like, absolutely. It's just so used and it's concise, it's easy. It's great learning. It's really for everyone. But the, the last step is um, XML. And I'm getting, I'm learning, I understand XML now. I'm, I'm just, I'm amazed at it. I'm, I'm learning it and writing the curriculum at the same time. It's, it's how I learn. Uh, I mean, I literally write the curriculum I wish I had. That's how I got to go through learning. It takes like hours and hours and hours to get something. I'm like, you could explain that in 30 seconds. Uh, how this way? And then there's the next part of my curriculum. That's, that's how I write. That, that's getting done. And so with learning XML, I will finish other parts of my software and be rolling out other products. <sighs> could take a year. See you tomorrow.